the visual I like to use for someone who's ambivalent is like they're literally standing in the doorway or you're standing in the doorway and no one can get past. where the goal is to rise above it all. Stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah. I hope you guys had a good holiday. I hope you guys got to spend some amazing time with some amazing people. Uh, blood family, chosen family, a mix of both. Um, I hope it was good to you. For me, it was, it was great. Probably one of my um, favorite experiences so far and it was just simple right it was like you know it, funny enough i think it's going to tie into our topic today it really it was that thing of like where people want to be they will be where you want to be there you are okay and very much a space of like yeah people who wanted to be there were there and how they wanted to show up they showed up and it was just great it was really cool a lot of laughs a lot of laughs and uh <clears throat> just some amazing food honestly i sometimes i don't recognize and this isn't toot my own horn this is just like a, a realization you know where it's like what you typically do is thoughtless and you don't realize the significance or impact of it for better or for worse <laughs> until somebody else brings it to your attention. And that's just kind of what it was. Um, and that's usually what it is, especially like when I cook. Um, cooking is just something that I do. Right? Baking is something that I do. When I say cooking, I include baking. Um, I know everybody doesn't, but baking, yes, it's cooking. <laughs> don't fight with me. Fight with your mama. Um, but it's something that I just do. And it's something that I really do put effort into and um, thought, especially when it comes to like, you know, um, cooking for other people. I'm very intentional about that. Because um, I wanted to be, I want them to enjoy it. I enjoy the process. And I just wanted to come out right. Like, what good food is memorable? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's where a lot of memories are stored, usually around the dinner table, if you think about it. And you have a hard time forgetting a good meal. You also have a hard time forgetting a bad one. <laughs> but it's it's just so much intention behind that. And um, I just love it. So that's what my, my Thanksgiving consisted of. And, you know, I always bring, I always bring myself to the table. I make sure to do that. I am very clear about that like if I say I'm going to do something I'm going to do something right and um, funny enough 
I saw this post about like while toxic relationships are very um, detrimental, you know, people always think, you know, oh, this person's toxic. You got to get rid of this toxic relationship, etc. She said ambivalent relationships are worse. And ambivalence means, you know, neither here nor there, right? It's just kind of like whatever, right? Someone who's ambivalent and or indifferent, if you will, like an ambivalent relationship with anyone is like you never know where you stand with that person, okay? At one point in time, it may have been different where they were clearly intentional about you and now it just seems like a fog, right? A gray, a, a perpetual gray. And... Sometimes they want to engage, other times they don't. And it's very like hot and cold, very like it's up and down constantly. There's ambivalence there. And, um, or they say certain things you don't know. It's like, wait, was that, was that a dig? Right. Or you, you question like, does this person actually support me? Like, do they rock with me? Right. And you start looking at all the telltale signs of this person's behavior. Right. And their uh, their history of violence, if you will, like the things that have been done up until this point that makes you question the stability of the connection. And you may do this, too. Right. When it comes to certain people, you may pick and choose when you're going to deal with somebody or when you're going to engage with them. There's an ambivalence there. You're not fully. In. Right. You're not, you're not in it, right? It's kind of like this take it or leave it energy in or like you just don't put forth much effort, okay? Ambivalence. And the funny thing about energy, you know, we talk about it all the time. The funny thing about energy, you cross the right person who is very aware of just themselves or just very aware of people, but more so aware of themselves, they recognize the subtleties. You know, I know everybody walks around saying how intuitive they are and how empathic they are. But usually they also can't get out of their own way because you are so out of tune with your own behavior, right? Being intuitive, um, being empathic is not just for the external world. It's also about being very in tune and very empathic with yourself. So with that being said, when a person does enough work on themselves, right? And in terms of just like being self-aware, hold themselves accountable, noticing their patterns, like being very aware of themselves, not just kind of picking out the flaws in other people, constantly pointing the finger of like, this person's doing this, they're toxic, they're this. They can recognize their own toxic patterns. They can also recognize their self-sabotage. They could also recognize their self-fulfilling prophecies. They recognize their behaviors in themselves. What they pick up on in others is very subtle. And the slightest change they're aware of. And, you know, some people may say, oh, yeah, that's a trauma response. That is, um, what is that, paranoia. Trauma response is different, right? Because that usually says you're in danger, fight or flight. Whereas if you are kind of set in yourself enough and you recognize the discrepancies or deviations in somebody's behavior patterns, it won't activate you. 
right, is not going to activate you in such a way where it's like, I have to do something about this now. You'll ask questions, okay? And you've recognized the pattern behavior over a certain amount of time, most likely. Um, and eventually, you'll make some kind of decision, right? Ambivalence. Well, you would do the opposite of ambivalence. You'll make a decision in terms of like what you feel and what needs to be done, right? Ambivalence will sometimes exist when you're not fully sure of like, this is this... Is this person moving a little different with me? Um, are they like intentionally doing certain things? Um, is this like malicious, right? Is this is this intentional? Or do they not really support me as much as they say they do? Or are we not as cool as they say we are? Because there's an energy, there's an underlying thing that's happening, Okay that your internal world is probably picking up on. And to some degree, you recognize it, but you can't pinpoint it, right? Because it's very, it's um, is nothing that's hardcore enough to like really knock you over, right? There's subtleties. And there is so much information packed in subtleties. So much information, right? And if you're aware of those subtleties, well, now things get interesting because now you have to, you know, seek out your counsel. And for the sake of this conversation, your counsel is yourself, your inner world. What is going on that feels off? Something's not right. And kind of tilt your head a little bit. I call it the head tilt because uh, I find myself doing it a lot when something is off with a certain situation or circumstances. <laughs> Unfortunately, I usually know when somebody's not being genuine. <laughs> I usually know. And I might not say anything right away, right? Because I want to, you know, go through my own process, et cetera. But I usually know when somebody's not being honest with me. Or I usually know what someone's going to do next in a lot of ways. Like, there's, I'm not this walk-in lie detector. That's not what I'm saying. However... There's very few things that pass my threshold that I'm not aware of, right? Um, and it helps me, you know, in a business aspect as well, right? Because I get to see the things before they even happen in certain ways, okay? Um, and I take that obviously into all realms of my life and relationships. And even with myself, like Isaiah, what are you doing? What are you not doing? Okay. Why are you not doing this? What does that mean? Okay. Hey, Isaiah, I notice you're doing this thing. Patterns. Right? I notice you're kind of indifferent about doing this thing. Why is that? Oh, because you don't care about it that much. Right? So when I recognize that's coming up with people... I'm engaging with when it seems like they don't really care one way or the other, or they're doing certain things um, that are very indicative of their ambivalence towards me. I just simply decide in that moment, okay, I am very clear on this person's ambivalence. Now I'm going to make an adjustment because one thing that people oftentimes try to do is make a person like them or make a person choose them. No, 
Because when you start trying to make a person choose you, that means you don't choose yourself, right? Um, and when you don't choose yourself, you're constantly at the whim of somebody's ambivalence. Like you were so fearful of making a decision, right? If somebody shows me that they are willing to be indifferent with me or inconsistent with me, I make a very intentional decision that this is not something that I want moving forward. Okay. So I don't allow them to stand in my doorway and I don't stand in theirs. Right. I make a clear distinction that, hey, if you're unsure, cool. Stay over there. <laughs> right. That's cool. It doesn't need to be met with any kind of like, you know, ferocity or whatever. It's just like, clearly you're indifferent and your patterns are showing me. Regardless of what you say to me, your actions line up to show that there's a certain level of ambivalence or you are indecisive in terms of how you want to treat me or how you think I should be treated. And because you're unsure of it doesn't mean I'm unsure. <laughs> right? <laughs> Sometimes you got to look at how a person is loving you or lack thereof over how much you care about them. Because you get so caught up in like what love you have for a person and you allow that relationship with them to exist as they continue to treat you unlovingly. All right. And all your needs go unmet. Sometimes people are so ambivalent because they're fearful of somebody not liking them for the intentional decision they make about them moving forward. All right? No one wants to be seen as a bad person. However, you're doing things that are clearly showing this person that you don't care about them. But as long as I haven't said that, hey, I don't care about you, it's all good. And if you bring it up, you're the problem. Hmm, no. Sometimes when you bring up the problem, you find an easier solution because now this person is being made aware that you're aware and well, you guys get to decide how you move forward. But I'll tell you this, growth and change are very difficult practices, very difficult. So if somebody was comfortable doing something for an extended period of time, you honestly think that they're going to change right away. If you are comfortable doing certain things for an extended period of time, you honestly think that you're going to change right away? Right? If you're constantly saying, yeah, I'm just a given person and it's so hard for me to let go, etc. Okay, that's an indication that you are refusing to change. It goes both ways, right? The demand of change we want to see in somebody else is very much the refusal of change we are willing to make in ourselves. Every time. You know, when you say, well, why can't this person just do this? Or why can't they just do this? Or, what are you doing differently? Right? There was someone who said, um, you know, when people start adding years, when they say, you know, this person has been doing this for the last 10 years of our relationships, etc. And I'm like, someone has been doing something consecutively for 10 years. Why that means that you've been doing something consecutively for 10 years as well, <laughs> right? In order for that relationship to still exist and the same pattern behavior to still be existing, that means that you have invited a certain level of 
appropriation for lack of a better word. And even if you look at your personal goals, how ambivalent are you towards your growth? Right? Your priorities, what do they look like? Because I'm sure you definitely have a level of ambivalence when it comes to yourself. I am almost certain. Right? The reason why I like to, to talk about things in a very nuanced way is because there's room for everything to exist, right? It's not about going out here um, and weaponizing self-awareness, which is what I recognize a lot of people do. Like, oh, I'm more healed than this person, so therefore they got work to do. I've done my work. The moment you say that, you haven't even scratched the surface. Like... Man, spiritual practices, you know, healing work, even with mental health. And if your only goal to learn certain things is to kind of cut away at other people, you're missing the mark, right? There's room for everything to exist, okay? And there's no such thing as a perfect person, right? And if you were always the one that's hurt in a situation, Oh, what's the common denominator? Why is that happening? Who am I inviting into my life, right? How ambivalent have I been about certain actions and certain occurrences that these things are even allowed to exist? What principles am I not standing on completely, right? What am I allowing just to prevent from somebody disliking me? In theory, disliking me because if you are fearful of losing somebody because you develop a certain level of self-respect, that indicates that that person doesn't really show too much effort in terms of how they care about you in the first place. You don't really lose people when you have standards of self-respect. You don't. <clears throat> what I mean by lose people, you don't lose people who want to be there in the first place for you, not for themselves. Never. You know, which is why, you know, codependence is a very interesting thing. Codependence is very different from interdependence, but codependence and hyperindependence kind of are the same spectrum, but on opposite sides. You know, interdependence is a very good place to exist because what it says is that, hey, I care. I value this relationship. However, I don't need this relationship enough to be undervalued in it. Right? We could do our thing together until this starts to look a little bit dysregulated, imbalanced, unhealthy, and disrespectful. And anyone who wants to really be in your life, well, they're going to make effort. They're going to make intentional effort. And you're not really going to feel gray about them, right? When you start to feel gray about a person, that means that they are exhibiting certain behaviors that show that they don't really, they're, in, in certain ways, we show people that we don't really care much for them. We may say everything that sounds nice, but we will show people how much we care about them or don't. And it's in our behavior. Right, And if you get a little bit more intentional with yourself, you can pick up on the patterns and the subtleties. I promise you. Every time. Okay? So that's just something to think about. Like, where am I ambivalent? 
who am I ambivalent with? What needs to be done? What conversations need to be had or what adjustments need to be made? And or um, what do I need to be more clear on in my own life? Because once you're clear in your own life, you'll stop having a lot of kind of ambiguous connections. Stand on something, right? Stand on something. The firmer you are in your own principles, your own morals, your own self-respect, right? Your own ideals in the healthiest way possible, okay? The more clear your relationships and connections get because you are more clear on the connections and relationships you want to have, period. But if you're constantly standing in the doorway in life in all aspects, you're going to have people that do the exact same thing. Don't let people constantly show you that they're unsure about you and you not do anything about it. Don't be constantly unsure about yourself because you're not doing anything about it. And don't stand in the doorway of somebody else's life, right? Because you're probably holding up adequate space that could be made for somebody else. Pay attention to how you're moving with people. Make a decision and make a choice, okay? Because an I don't know is pretty much a no <laughs> until further notice. But yeah, if you're unsure about something, that means it's a no about something. It's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Get a little clearer and see how the path in life just clears for you too. Stand on it. Okay? Stop being so fearful of consequences. There's consequences to all the choices that we make. Okay, there's always consequences. But know how you move, right? Know that well enough to know that the choices you're making is with intent. Okay, so I hope you guys have a good week. Hope this holiday season continues to uh, be good to you if it is. And I hope it gets better for you if it hasn't been yet. Um, coaching is available. Uh, I'm feeling up, feeling up for the holidays. Um, just as I just as I thought. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to book with me, the link is in the, the description. And um, we'll do some work. We will do some work. But it takes work. I'll be real with you. It, it definitely takes work. This stuff is not easy. It's not a walk in the park at all. You know, and it's like just because you listen to somebody's podcast, just because you read somebody's book, just because you are, you know, doom scrolling somebody's profile on Instagram, and they're saying all the good things, etc. How much of that work are you actually applying? How much of it are you actually applying to your waking life? Right? Just something to think about. All right. With that being said, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other, y'all. I'm thankful for you guys. I want you to know that whoever's listening right now, I'm truly thankful. Um, yeah, you know, five years ago, this was just me kind of talking to myself <laughs> and saying things out loud. And now I understand, you know, there are people listening and it's like, you know, there are people who want to do the work and who want to do better. And um, I'm glad you guys come here. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take flight.